Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time to rise and grind on a Monday morning right here on the SportsGrid Network Sirius XM Channel 159, the early line. And today, it's Donnie Wrightside and Ke- Wait a second. That's Joe Ranieri over there on a Monday morning with us. New week, new money. He's here. He's ready to go. What's up, Joe? Yeah, Walsh never looked so good. Uh, pleasure to see you here, Donnie. <laughs> what is uh, what is going on? A very happy uh, Monday. Used to the whole uh, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, vibe, but uh, I'm good, man. It was a great weekend and uh, looking forward to breaking it down here. Refreshed and ready. As you guys know, we did big things down in Atlantic City on Thursday and Friday. So much fun to do it. But again, as we say, new week, new money. Trying to get into it here. The mm-hmm. seven in seven starts with golf. A 23 under tournament winner for Keegan Bradley. A massive paycheck that he takes home. Scoring was certainly not at the premium this week, Joe. No, we were, uh, it was funny, we were on uh, in-game live yesterday with, uh, with good old Dubs Anderson. And we really thought, 28 29 maybe even 30 under at one point was going to win that tournament which is laughable on so many levels but uh never really give the guy credit bradley um he pretty much won it from hole one through hole 18 he did what he had to do to win so congrats keegan bradley There you go. Big time paycheck there as we move forward throughout the summer with PGA Mm. Tour action. But let's get to the city of brotherly love yesterday. Looked like the Mets were on their way to get another series winning effort against the Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies just can't get out of their own way until the bottom of the eighth inning where the Mets return the favor. Walks, hit by pitches, errors. It accumulated to a four-run inning for the Phillies and a 7-6 to series clinching victory on Sunday. My goodness, the Mets couldn't get out of their own way in Philly this weekend. Oh, vintage Mets bullpen meltdown uh, just kept hitting guys uh, laughable on so many levels uh, there, Donnie. Just bases loaded. Let's hit a guy and walk a run in. Uh, it was vintage. Uh, both, really. I would say a vintage Phillies win in that uh, respect. And the Mets, they are shaking their heads right now. Yeah, we're going to take a look at that a little bit of a deeper dive later in the show. Another interesting one here, Aaron Judge, when the play happened in Los Angeles, crashing through the fence, getting sort of his leg caught up in the fencing and coming back in, you thought maybe a day or two off here should be fine. But now we're taking a look at Aaron Judge where we don't really have an actual game plan for him coming back other than I'm walking and it still hurts, Joe. That's tough news for the Yanks. 
Yeah, now we, we're talking ligament damage, yeah. uh, those platelet injections. I, I think the uh, Boone and company knew this was much worse than they first led on to believe. And now when you're not making any promises that he'll return before the end of the season, yeah, things are not looking well for, uh, for Aaron Judge and the Yankees right now. No, something to certainly keep an eye on here. Now, the Yankees did play good baseball over the weekend, but certainly with mm. the, you know, coming up of the All-Star game, the trade deadline, we'll see if the Yanks are going to make some moves. I'll tell you about making some moves. Every once in a while, you check your phone. Maybe you're not watching the Angels and the Rockies game live, and you say, no, hold on. I got to refresh a few times here. We're looking at 20 plus runs already on the board before the fourth inning even begins here. That's amazing stuff. 25 to one game. I don't know what's more impressive, Joe. The Angels getting 25 of the Rockies only get one run in Colorado. Are, are you referring to the football game uh, that was yeah. uh, taking Man. place in, in in Colorado? Yes, yeah, Whew. that was. Uh, yeah, when you score 13 runs in the third inning, Donnie, uh, things tend to snowball out of control quickly. I'm shocked we didn't get, like, the backup left fielder throwing in the yeah. fifth inning for Colorado because that, uh, that was coming next. It's a good point you bring up, too, because you had those 20 runs, like the possibility of getting 40, because you're right. Nobody wants to just burn pitchers there late in the Bro. game. I'm actually surprised it wasn't higher than 25 runs. As we welcome in the radio mm -hmm. audience, you're watching and listening live to the early line on a Monday morning edition here, Sirius <laughs> XM Channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie here going over the hottest topics in sports, including why stop there, Joe? 25 runs on Friday night for the Angels. How about yesterday? 24 runs for the Florida Gators as they force the ultimate game three winner take all situation in Omaha. Yeah, they, uh, you know, LSU uh, got Adam early. Waldrop was their number one pitcher and uh, for Florida, and he was out of the game in the second inning, down 3 1, and then the floodgates opened up for the Florida Gators, and they just destroyed LSU in every possible way in that game, and they did exactly what they needed to do. I hope they saved a few runs for, uh, for tonight here, Donnie, that's for sure. Yeah, the ebbs and flows, right? We've seen it so many times that like the Angels get out to that monstrous 25 run. Hey, that was an easy win. Check the Angels for the rest of that series there. Didn't work out all that well from the ebbs and flows day to day. Changes all the time in baseball. Take a look at college basketball now. How about this? Joe Eiler going to replace Bob Huggins for West Virginia here. New coach at the helm there. Things were going swimmingly for Bob Huggins right up in Till of course, they weren't. Uh, and now uh, a little new blood there for West Virginia. You listen, college basketball is all about recruiting. Mm. Uh, I hope this guy's a pretty good recruiter uh, because there's kids there that came there strictly to play for Huggins, and you know how that works. So they might have to take a couple of steps backwards before they go forward in West Virginia. Yeah, Bob Huggins sent himself into retirement there. We'll see if West Virginia can mm. rebound the seat. In the Big 12, NBA action, free agency, certainly about to get underway. The Timberwolves and center Nas Reed, three years, $42 million, Joe. Defensive-minded team now. Uh, makes sense to spend the money while you can. That's the direction they're heading, Donnie. You want runs? We got it coming up next because that series did not disappoint between the Braves and mm. the Cincinnati Reds, and it certainly never does, it feels like, in great American ballpark. Let's take a look at that series and much, much more in hour number one of the early line right here on the Sports Grid Network. Mm. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Right. And as always, in the month of June, late June, we like to talk Major League Baseball. And on Friday, Joe Ranieri, while we were down at the Oceans Resort and Casino in Atlantic City, who said, you know what? There's a big-time series coming up this weekend. The Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds. Yes, two teams coming in on big-time winning streaks. And on Friday night, that winning streak continued. An 11-10 to win for the Cincinnati Reds followed up by 7-6 straight victories there by the Atlanta Braves. One of those series where you're excited to watch both of these offenses obviously engage coming into this series, and Joe Ranieri, they did not disappoint at the plate. No, and, and we've talked a, a lot about it, Donnie, right? The Great American Ballpark yeah. and overs are about as, uh, you know, American pie ice cream as it comes. Uh, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And when you get two teams like the Braves and the Reds, uh, getting to do battle on, uh, you know, a little humid, a uh, little humid day there in Cincinnati, you're going to get runs. And that's exactly uh, what we got. I believe all three games, Donnie, uh, at least yeah. 13 runs or maybe 13 yes. runs in each game. It's kind of crazy. Talk about consistency. Um, but it, again, you know, the Braves, they ended up losing and, and breaking that winning streak of theirs only to come back and win a couple more. So uh, the Braves are in uh, full, uh, you know, full speed ahead here for the Atlanta Braves and that National League East right now. And Cincinnati very much in uh, for a division title themselves right now. No, they certainly are. 47 runs were scored this weekend in mm. those three games, which Friday night, that 11-10, you know, epic game with the Cincinnati Reds coming out ahead. Ellie De La Cruz also hit for the cycle yep. in that game. So you're taking a look at when you saw both of the lineups coming in, you thought there would be fireworks. And again, those hot, muggy conditions in Cincinnati, that smaller ballpark, certainly did Ooh. not disappoint in that game overall. Now, if we try to look forward of what we anticipate, right, if we start with the Atlanta Braves, 50-27 and 27 now in the 
division. Last 10 games, 9-1. and one. Obviously, we told you they were coming in on a hot streak, lost game one of the series, then picked up victories in games two and games three. They announced it's six games in front of the Marlins, 10 games in front of the Phillies, and 15 in front of the Mets. When you take a look at that lineup, the young starting pitching at the Braves get, it seemed like this dates back, Joe, all the way back to the early 90s, where it's like, hey, man, how many more pitchers can you bring up through your minor league system that can certainly do the deal? They have the ability to do that. And also, on the offensive side, previewing this series coming up, it's like every time you look at the Braves, show one through nine at the plate, it's like, where is the weak link? There isn't one. No, uh, it's uh, – and they don't necessarily – you know, if you look at the numbers and the stats, Donnie, it's mm -hmm. not like one particular pitch. You know, usually most lineups like, hey, they don't hit the curveball yep. very well or, they, you know, they don't hit lefties. Struggle against lefties. Man, those yeah. numbers are pretty much across the board for all styles of pitchers and everything. That lineup mashes, uh, Donnie. And uh, listen, uh, it led by Acuna, who is, uh, I believe, already swiped how many stolen bases uh, this year, too? So they're running the bases well. They're playing some defense, and they're crushing the ball, and they don't have, really, their best pitchers healthy just yet. It's pretty amazing when you look at it. If we take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook and the odds for the NL East, the Atlanta Braves, a minus 3,000. Now, I just told you. They have a six-game lead, not insurmountable. Yep. And we're not talking about, Joe, a six-game lead with eight to play. Like, there's no way they yep. can come back. We sit here on June 26th, and it's almost a shoe-in for them to win that division. The rest of the standings here, the Philadelphia Phillies at a plus 2,400. The Marlins at 38-1. to The Mets at 55-1. to The Nationals coming at 250-1. to So then if we try to take a look and say, okay, looks like if they have it per se on the FanDuel Sportsbook wrapped up just in their division, if we look at the National League at this point, you see the Atlanta Braves also extending their lead to a plus mm -hmm. 170 price here as the leaders in the clubhouse in front of the Dodgers now at a plus 220. But a week, week and a half ago, they were going neck and neck. The Atlanta Braves, do you agree here, separating themselves in the National League right now? They are. Um, and uh, I think there's a lot of parity in Major League Baseball right now, and I think that's starting to play out. But there are a handful of teams, Donnie, that um, – they're, they are uh, they're a cut above, and I think the Braves are at the top of that list. I don't think there's any denying it. Even when some of the injuries have hit them in the starting rotation there, uh, you know, still, where's Max Fried? Uh, you know, they finally got Soroka yep. back, you know, trying to work him back in there. But my goodness, right? Where, where are these guys that we thought they were going to have? Well, they're doing it without them. And that is impressive right now. So I, I think without a doubt, you have to look at them and go, yeah, the Braves, uh, the Braves are for real, and they're going to be the team to beat out of the National League. Sorry, Dodgers. Yeah, it looks like they just might be at this point. And also, let's keep in mind, the trade deadline is coming up here. The Braves have yeah. done wonders at the deadline. Seems like every single button they press works out. We'll see if that does look to continue, which I'm excited to see it as a Phillies fan. Why? I like to bet team totals. I like to bet guys to get RBI props, man. Every day, it's like, ooh, out of the nine, I, do I pick all nine guys in this Atlanta Braves lineup to get an RBI? It just feels that way where they're that hot at the plate. Taking a look at the Cincinnati Reds here in the Central Division, 41-37, and 37, still good enough to be in first place, 8-2 and two over their past 10 games despite losing those previous two games against the Atlanta Braves. They hold a half-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers. Before we take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook to see where they line up, talk to me about the Reds. Too much too soon, expecting a fall off here. Or when you look at the Central, Joe, hey, why not the Cincinnati Reds? 
Why not is right, because, again, it's a very mediocre division. There is no great team. There is no Atlanta Braves in the in the National League Central, right? So that means we're looking at a team maybe either 500 or just above 500 is going to win this division. And when you look at how these teams are made up, um, you, you nailed it. Why not the a team that leads Major League Baseball in running the bases, right? So the new rules here mm -hmm. have certainly benefited a young, fast team like the Cincinnati Reds with De La Cruz. I mean, you know, hey, wow, look, at I just walked him. Oh, look, he's on second. Looks like he's on third. You got to go back, Donnie, to guys like um, Ricky Henderson, where you have that kind of level of guys where if they hit first, they're going to be on second. So a single is a double. A walk is a double. Um, that's what this lineup is made of. And it's kind of crazy because they're taking full advantage of these new rules. And the speed on this team, pretty good defensively, is pretty damn impressive here. I don't see why we wouldn't look at the Reds in the future markets here and think they're going to be your central, uh, your central division uh, winners. They're a lot of fun, and maybe that front office at the mm. beginning of the season is like, well, let's just let this season play out just to get some of the young guys in there. Now yeah. we'll see if they actually make some moves at the deadline to improve the team and see if they can close down the stretch. If we do look at the FanDuel Sportsbook, at some of the odds coming in at the NL Central, the Brewers still in the lead here at a plus-125 price and not the Cincinnati Reds, who actually lead the division even in that second hole here. That's the Chicago Cubs at a plus-260 and the Reds coming through at a plus-320 price. The St. Louis Cardinals, I don't know if we can write them off just yet but if you remember just a few weeks ago that plus 300 turned into plus 200 and a little bit less because it looks like they were finally waking up the Cardinals haven't woken up yet but the Reds in that three hole here in that NL Central compared to uh, FanDuel yeah I I do not like the Milwaukee Brewers I have not liked the Milwaukee Brewers I will say this uh it looks like Woodruff is throwing again so they might uh you know some some reinforcements might be uh on the way but quite honestly what good does that do I mean you watch Burns again yesterday he's a shell of what he was uh you know only went five and two-thirds gave up eight hits four earned runs only struck out three Donnie that is not the Corbin Burns I remember uh so I think this Brewers team's in trouble I think it's really and I think the Cardinals are going to be sellers and not buyers at the trade deadline that's how bad things are going for them yeah, the Cardinals actually might be able to help out another team looking to get over that hump. A lot of really good yeah. baseball players on that team. We'll see if they move on from a few of those. Quick look here at the National League MVP market. As we said with the Atlanta Braves, look like a shoe-in favorite here to win that division based on the FanDuel odds. And take a look at Ronald Acuna here. A minus 130 price here in the clubhouse as the favorite to win the National League MVP. Yeah. Followed up by Corbin Carroll and Freddie Freeman. We'll see how it goes the rest of the summer, but certainly mm. high expectations for those Braves and Major League Baseball, big doings over the weekend. We're going to recap that next. Don't go anywhere. Keep it right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. 
So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Right back at it here on the grid series XM channel 159 it's showing Donna on a Monday morning, new week, new money, but always we like to recap what happened over the weekend, which included the New York metropolitans looking like they were going to escape Philadelphia with a series win until the bottom of the eighth happened. Now, granted, this isn't one of those teams, Joe, we look at and say, well, it's the Marlins. They don't spend a lot of money. Or it's the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Kansas City Royals. Just a shame. They didn't have enough energy at the end of that series because they just don't have enough good players. That's not the case. The Mets just about are stacked at every single position and also at every single paycheck you can possibly get. Didn't stop them yesterday. They lose that series in such an epic fashion that it begs the question. Like Buck Showalter, we know he knows baseball. But something just isn't right in New York. Could changes be on the horizon? Because sometimes when you just lose baseball games, you keep it moving. Yesterday, when you just give the Major League Baseball game away to one of your division rivals, that's got a sting from ownership. Well, the problem was, and it's not like they they can go out and, I mean, well, they could. But, I mean, how much more <laughs> money are you going to go out and spend? I, I, I mean, it, it's quite obvious here that investing in guys that are uh, closer to 40 uh, as a starting pitching rotation has uh, not worked out. And what it's also done, Donnie, is it's trickled down and has affected this bullpen that has been absolutely overworked. And you're starting to see, and we're not even in July, Donnie, and this bullpen is already, you know, Carrasco goes four innings. I mean, is that what you're getting out of your starters? Verlander's getting lit up. That ain't working. Scherzer's at least somewhat close to what we, you know, what we did expect. But even he has got all of his numbers, too, are not living up to the hype. So when your bullpen comes in at a 6-3 game, walks three, hits two, and you make an error in the eighth inning and thus give the lead up and eventually blow the game, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. It all comes from the fact that you don't have a guy in that rotation that you can trust this bullpen knows it's got to come in by the fourth fifth inning and they're just not that good donnie this bullpen is not that good to have to be relied upon that often and that much and that's exactly where they find themselves with a bullpen that ranks you know in the mid-20s in major league baseball in just about every statistical category there's going to be more games like this unfortunately for the new york mets and i don't know anything they can do about it yeah, it's what happens when you lose maybe the best closer in baseball during the World yeah. Baseball Classic and things just filter through and they never could get out of their own way. But if we're taking a look at maybe a betting approach and you say to yourself, okay, entering into the season, the Mets are one of the teams that you would probably pinpoint and say legitimate chance to win the World Series. They currently sit at FanDuel right now at a 45-to-1 price. Is that a buy-in for you on the Mets here? Are you still waiting to see or 
hey, look, if they get the 50, I mean, if granted, if they get the 55 or 60 to one, that means they're still not playing good baseball and further damaging their chances at making the playoffs. Any flyer chances on the Mets where at the deadline they improve? Maybe some teams mm-hmm. in the National League, like the Reds and the Phillies, maybe falter down the stretch. Is that a buy-in point that you say, you know what? Let's throw a couple dollars down on the Mets just in case they get it right. No, because I, I first of all, I didn't think the Mets were going to be any better than uh, Atlanta. I thought it was Atlanta's division to go. And then I, I to me, I had Atlanta, Philadelphia, uh, Mets and Marlins. And obviously now the Marlins. I, I'm more excited about betting the Marlins uh, than I would be the New York Mets because games like we just watched yesterday are a byproduct of the decisions they made and the money they spent in the offseason. Verlander is a shell of himself. And this is supposed to be a guy that is supposed to anchor a rotation with another guy named Scherzer. And then where do you go from there? Who is it? Miguel, like, who is who is this rotation that is somehow going to elevate their game in order to be able to give this Mets team a chance to win games? No bullpen, no starting pitching. I give credit to the bats yesterday. They beat up a pretty good pitcher in Wheeler, but ultimately in the end, it wasn't enough because the bullpen melted down. Pitching's a huge problem for the Mets, and I don't know who they can go out and buy, Donnie. I I don't know who's available that's going to elevate this team. Yeah, you can have all the money you can, but certainly it's just not, you know, you're going to have to pay for the right guy and also give up prospects here at the deadline. We'll see if the Mets are willing to do that. The Philadelphia Phillies, on the other hand, they'll take that win. Anytime you get one gifted Mm -hmm. to you, you keep it moving as the Phillies now 40-37 and on the season. Let's take a look here at the Toronto Blue Jays, dropping game number one of their series against the Oakland Athletics, but hammering away the final two games, which included Sunday afternoon, a 12-1 to victory over the Athletics. George Springer hit his 55th career leadoff home run. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But from a betting standpoint, I take a look at Yusei Kikuchi, one of the guys I love to fade. That's back-to-back, unbelievably good starts. I don't care if it was against the Athletics. This is one where you say, hey, you know what, team total in the Athletics, they should be able to get to Kikuchi. He's been really good. The Blue Jays, 43-36 and 36 on the season now after winning that series. I mean, 7-2 and two here, Donnie. But maybe the reason we loved fading him is that, um, well, he couldn't find the plate when any of his off-speed yes. stuff, and he'd be walking a million dudes, and then – that would be a problem. But, you know, we struck out eight, uh, only gave a couple of hits. Now, granted, it is, we don't want to celebrate too much. It is the athletics, after all, that you beat. <laughs> but these are the kinds of scoring from Toronto that we thought we would be getting this year here, Donnie, with the dimensions of their ballpark being moved in. We expected a lot of 10, 11, 12 run efforts uh, by this Toronto offense. And we're starting to finally see it. And if you can get Kikuchi to continue to pitch like this, um, wow. Uh, they, uh, they're they looking uh, pretty impressive if they can keep it consistently. That's been the problem with Toronto. Consistency. Just they, this team disappears for stretches. Tony, and we're all going, what, what is this? Like, what are we watching right now, Toronto? That's a problem. Yep, get those consistent starts out there on the mound will help, and certainly Kikuchi's turnaround yep. might be part of that as well. In the next segment, we're actually going to have a spotlight series on the Reds and the Orioles, which brings up the Orioles mm. playing good baseball here, taking the series against the Mariners. They just won't go away, Joe. 47-29 and 29 on the season, a 3-2 to two victory, which saw Bradish take the win and Kirby get the loss, and Bautista getting his 21st save of the year. Look, man, Orioles just might be in it to win in here and get to the playoffs.
Well, if you keep waiting for uh, them to take a step back, um, you might be waiting a long time. They also got Mullins uh, back. He's been out uh, for the last couple of weeks, too. He had, uh, I believe, a hamstring strain, but he's back in that lineup here now. Uh, Santana is, is out there jumping walls, catching home run balls. They're playing defense, Donnie, the back end of that bullpen. Uh, you mentioned with Batista, pretty been pretty darn good and effective, and the bats uh, what's not to like about the Orioles? Uh, they're pitching well, and, yeah, they're crushing the ball, uh, and they're playing pretty good ball at home, which is also important. Got to like what you're seeing from the Orioles, almost at 50 wins. They're going to be a 50-win team this week at some point, Donnie. It's kind of crazy to think, and we're not even at July 1st yet. It is pretty crazy there. How about the Angels? Losers of four or five games. Mm. Hold on, Angels. We need you in the playoffs here as they sit now at 42 and 37 on the season. What if we would have told you before a three-game series in Colorado? You'd say, Joe, they're going to score 30-plus yeah. runs in the series. You'd say, okay, probably looking at a sweet worst-case scenario. They win the series. They didn't even win that series despite scoring 25 runs in a single game on Saturday night. Nope. A 4-3 to three victory by the Rockies. I don't know what's more surprising, that game staying under or the Rockies winning this series series here well and they also it was so funny they beat the snot out of Colorado and then traded for uh, Moustakis and told them just <laughs> grab your stuff and come over to our locker room uh, they're also big time hurt now the injuries are piling up on the infield um, Jared Walsh I believe they sent down he was hitting like a buck 80 so they sent him down to triple A they got nobody at first base Rendon is hurt at third base so they're actually trying to bring in and reinforce some infield uh, you know some some guys in this infield because they're a little bit thin across the board and that's not good for a team that yeah they uh, they need as much consistency as possible to surround Trout and uh, Otani and wow just not getting it yeah, waiting for Rendon to get back. Actually, you know, a little bit of a bright spot there. Mickey Moniak actually playing some good baseball yeah. out there for the Angels, the former number one overall pick of the Philadelphia Phillies. That didn't work out, so maybe finding his second win there out on the West Coast. We'll see what the Angels do, but we always like to say Major League Baseball would love to see a second Los Angeles team in the playoffs this coming fall. Let's take a look at the London series. In the previous London series, when the Yankees were out there against the Red Sox, I believe 50 runs were scored over those two games. This one, as I say, only 20 two scored but the Cardinals and the Cubs split that series over in the UK yeah uh and uh the under in game one uh hit the uh I, I believe depending on the number you got yesterday was hovering around 12 and a half 12 and that's kind of where it finished uh there so they had changed the ballpark dimensions they had moved the mm -hmm. uh you know the 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 uh the walls out in the outfield they pushed them back a little bit but ultimately we heard the Cardinals had the flu, it, there was a bug going around the dugout, half the team was sick uh, when they got there, and of course we find out too late, but uh, it was a very important come from behind win yesterday, because they gave up four runs in the first, and it was four nothing, Donnie, heading into the bottom of the first, so uh, that was impressive, the way they, uh, they battled back, Goldschmidt, Arenado, the middle of that order, finally starting to deliver, and this kid Walker, this rookie for them, Keep an eye on him, uh, Donnie. This kid is no yeah. joke. This kid absolutely mashes. So good win. I just, I'm not buying the Cardinals this year. Not doing it. Well, yeah, we're going to take a look at the Cardinals in the upcoming few sections here in hour number two. But also, none of one of those teams here, the San Diego Padres, you got to be kidding me. They lose a oh. set at home to the Nationals, which included an 8-3 to three drubbing on Sunday. Come on, Pods.
No, they stick a fork in them, Donnie. They're done. The most inconsistent team with all the talent in the world can't get it done. No, Cardinals and Padres stick a fork in them. Big time spotlights, big time players there. We got it all next. We're going to take a look at the Reds and the Orioles. One team trying to chase Ooh. down first place. One team looking to stay in first place. And in anything we know, both of these teams can certainly bring the bats with some questionable pitching. It might line up extremely well for some totals. We'll talk about that next right here on The Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Spotlight Series time. Love this feature that we've been doing here on the Sports Grid Network right here on the early line. Taking a look at some of those upcoming series that do have a little bit of juice. That's the Reds and the Orioles. Now, Joe, we're going to start here with this one. When we will be spotlighting a series here between the Reds and the Orioles in June, you probably would think like, oh, what is this? You know, loser's going to be the last place team in Major League Baseball, the favorite to get the number one overall pick. That's not the case. There's one team in first place, one team in second place here, both fighting for playoff positions here. It's pretty impressive. And if we look at the pitching staff, which we will in just a few moments, it's unheralded to say the least. But boy, oh boy, these bats come to play for both of these teams. Well, they do, and they both have, um, you know, bats, young young guys in that order that uh, that are, my goodness, they are uh, absolutely bashing. I mean, we all know about Ellie De La Cruz and what he's done since mm-hmm. being, uh, what, uh, June 6th, I think, was the day that he was called up, the first time that we saw him, and look at what we've seen them ever since he came up, Donnie. We're talking about 120 WRC for the Reds, uh, which is just absolutely monstrous. Never something you thought we'd ever be talking about with the Reds. And on the other side, I mean, you've got a Baltimore. Didn't we see shades of this last year? Uh, We saw the Orioles team last year, the big conversation, Donnie, at this point last year, we were even talking about it going, are they buying or are they selling? Remember that was the, you know, were they going to give them? Then ultimately they decided to sell and everyone was like, oh, come on, what are you doing? And they're like, hey, listen, long-term approach. We know what we're doing. 
it turns out, Donnie, they seem to know what they're doing with the talent they have kept and cultivated. And from what I understand, we're going to see another kid here today come up. Uh, Westberg, another top draft pick of theirs that's going to come up and play uh, infield uh, for this series. So uh, the Orioles, a, a plethora of young, talented baseball players that they're cultivating in a minor league system that appears to be pretty damn good, both of them, both the Reds and the Orioles. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword that they have in baseball. If you do have a bad mm -hmm. team, but still on the opposite end of that, you're getting high draft picks. You just have to hit on those draft picks. And again, the Reds certainly are a fun team. If you take a look at them away from Great American Ballpark, holding their own, Joe, in 2023, 20-17 on the season. They do have a negative run differential, but have scored 385 runs this season. Now let's take a look at the other end, the Baltimore Orioles. It's a shame that they play in a division with the Tampa Bay Rays, who have 54 wins. Mm -hmm. Why? The Baltimore Orioles have 47 wins. They're 47 and 29 on the season here. But if we take a look at the odds at the FanDuel Sportsbook, because since we previewed the Reds a, pre a little bit earlier in the show, 14 to 1 to win that division. Why? Again, because the Rays are so good. And also the Yankees sit a slight chance of, excuse me, a slight leverage above them at 13 to 1. Is there a chance that the Orioles could win this division? Because Look, the Tampa Bay Rays, we know, got out to an unbelievable start. They do have some pitching questions now. McClanahan goes down. You also look at that lineup and say, can they continue to match this way all the way through the summer? 14-1 to 1 price here to win the AL East. Any sniff for you on that, or is it just like, well, hold on. Still got the Blue Jays we expect to do things. The Yankees are there, and the Rays have that pedigree. I'm not ready to jump in on the O's, but that's a good baseball team right now, Joe. No, I have a lot more confidence in the O's than I do um, some other teams here, like the Mets we just talked about, uh, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, like the yeah. bullpen, um, like the starting pitching uh, that keeps them in game. And I think we saw that yesterday, right, with, uh, with Bradish being able to come in and throw seven innings and keep that game reasonable for the lineup. Uh, Rauschman, who nobody seems to talk about anymore behind the plate, though, is an absolute stud. Uh, and yet, they They've got some defense. They've got speed. They've got youth. Uh, there is nothing not to like about this team. To me, you know, if Tampa doesn't have the kind of start that they did, there is serious deficiencies on that Tampa Bay team. We know they ain't spending money, Donnie, uh, come to the trade deadline. The Orioles, they may. Uh, they may very well uh, add a piece or two to help them get over the top here. And at that price, I'd be much more comfortable tying up my money thinking the Baltimore Orioles have a chance to make a run at this as opposed to any other team that's in a similar spot in a division in Major League Baseball. Let's take a look at the to win the pennant statistics here. Let's should I say mm. the betting market here at the FanDuel Sportsbook in the American League. 16-1 to 1 for the Baltimore Orioles. Hanging right around there. Now, granted, Tampa Bay, who is the leader in that division, is only a 2-1 to one price to win the AL pennant. But if we look over in the National League, and you might say to yourself, like, hey, we understand how good the Atlanta Braves are. The Dodgers, we know, are probably going to be there in the end. But the Cincinnati Reds, 48-1 to one to win the National League pennant. Now, a big difference between both of those teams. And obviously, you say to yourself, now hold on, Donnie. I got a first-place team in the Reds here. I have a second-place team in the Orioles. Well, granted, we just told you what the overall records are. So right now, the Orioles are the better team. But a 48-1, to one, not even to win the World Series, Joe, just to win the National League pennant. Any chance you would look at that one or the Baltimore Orioles at a much more manageable price at around 16-1? to one? Well, when you think about it, Donnie, the... The problem with Cincinnati is I like them to win the division. 
but they're mm -hmm. not the best team in the National League. So the idea of that, they're 48 to one for a reason, right? The idea of them being able to run the tables and beat, and there's levels to this, um, mm -hmm. to be able to beat those upper echelon teams like the Braves, like the Dodgers uh, you met, that's a big ask of a young team yeah. like this. Baltimore, on the other hand, is in a spot where, what is the best team in the American League? Tampa? And if you're not seeing what I'm seeing with that, the Rangers, um, you know, this, <laughs> the Orioles are very much a part of that conversation. I think parity reigns in the American League. And at that price point, I think Baltimore is a much better investment. Now, here's the interesting part, too, because, again, coming into the season, like, hey, maybe Baltimore can open some eyes, be around the playoff picture here. They've certainly wildly, you know, advanced our expectations here early in the season. You take a look at Cincinnati, maybe the same thing also. You looked at that roster, go, hey, they got some young kids here. We'll see how they turn up. They currently sit there in first place. But the reason why you don't get those big-time matchups here for them and say, you know what, I think they can win it is because the pitchers, not to say they're – not good enough to get the job done. They have been getting it done, but look at the three games set here and take a look at these pitches because typically yeah. say, where's the Scherzers? Where are the Verlanders? Where are the Kershaws? You don't get those here. Game number one, Williamson mm -hmm. versus Irvin. Game number two, Abbott versus Wells. Game number three, Weaver versus Gibson. This is why there's not a lot of trust in those ball clubs, but having said that, those pitchers have been pitching well, and also maybe at the deadline you get an addition of a veteran qualified starter there. It's hard to trust teams with those matchups, but then also just looking from an Oriole perspective they got a lot of wins and these pitchers have been providing them for them yeah and again getting the job done and batista in the back end certainly getting it uh done yep. and the bullpen for cincinnati as well uh you know cincinnati just had to shell uh the rookie lively right he was supposed to pitch yesterday they had to scramble a little bit he's got to get an mri on the arm inflammation you know we've heard it a million times before but there was a lot of hype around him and uh you know hey between him hunter green right if ashcroft can ever get his stuff together a lot of young exciting arms in cincinnati and in the meantime you've got a stable of pitchers here for the Orioles and maybe the best one the lefty who's who, you know has got to have Tommy John surgery is not even available for them um, they are getting guys like Gibson having unbelievable uh, years here we saw Bradish uh, and company uh, getting it done they've got guys that have been major league level maybe not number ones but my goodness, a bunch of number two or three starters in this rotation that are doing what is expected of them and beating the teams they're supposed to beat, that's going to rack up a whole lot of wins when it's all said and done, Donnie, and put them in a position to actually fight for a pennant and who knows, maybe even represent the American League when it's all said and done. Fun young teams there, as we brought up, which means they have fun young players here. The AL mm. Rookie of the Year market for 2023, you got Josh Jung, Yoshida, and then right behind him, Gunnar Henderson. It's been fantastic for the Baltimore Orioles at a 5-1 to one price. Flip it over to the National League. You got Corbin Carroll at a minus 450 price, but behind him, that's Ellie De La Cruz at a plus 550. So young guys performing. We'll see how they do it over the course of the summer. But if we line up today's action here from Baltimore, 706 first pitch, that's going to be Williamson on the mound here for the Reds and Irvin on the mound here for the Baltimore Orioles. A minus 136 price here for the Baltimore Orioles and a total, yes, nine and a half here. Two good young hitting lineups here. About the preview tonight down at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. What are we looking for, Joe? 
Well, we're going to be looking at a whole lot of right-handed batters in both lineups going up against yes. these uh, two lefties. And we have, uh, you know, we have seen both of these teams um, project really, really well against lefties uh, with all those right-handed bats or at least switch hitters in there. So I do think um, with Batista having thrown Saturday and Sunday, He's not going to be available uh, to the Orioles here uh, today. So the bullpen edge is not there for the Orioles. We talked about uh, Rauschman behind the plate. He's going to be busy, Donnie. He's going to be busy a lot because nobody steals as many bases and runs the bases like the Cincinnati Reds. They're the number one base-stealing team in Major League Baseball. So uh, they are going to give themselves some opportunities to get some runs and on a, I don't know, kind of uh, another one of these humid nights at Camden. Uh, call me crazy here, man. I think runs uh, might very well be happening here again. Uh, I would normally look at Baltimore in this spot, but without the bullpen, you know, it's going to be a mix and match situation here. I don't mind looking at the dog in Cincinnati here and uh, taking a stab with them early as well as the over, Donnie, because I think double-digit runs are coming yeah. one way or the other in this one. I agree as well, and I actually think if we're looking at matchup just on pitcher versus lineup, I do believe that the Reds actually have the better lineup intact tonight. But let's take a look at why there should be runs. Williamson, the lefty, mm. will be on the mound here for the Cincinnati Reds. Lefties get lefties out. That's usually what they do when he does that to a decent amount. But this left-handed pitcher, Williamson, struggles with right-handed batters, and he's going to see a ton, probably, as you said, all nine batters yeah. from the right-hand side. That should be music to your ears. You take a look at Austin Hayes, a 530 weighted on base percentage over the past 30 days against left-handed pitching. Adley Rutschman, a 478. Some guys in that lineup certainly doing damage. So why don't we flip it over to that Cincinnati lineup, which looks tremendous. Why? Cole Irvin, another left-handed pitcher. What does he do well? Get lefties out. What does he not do well? Not get right-handed batters out. Take a look at this, Joe. ISO power number to right-handed batters over the past 30 days, which he's only faced 38 batters. That's a 306 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 433. Let's take a look at this young, talented lineup here for the Cincinnati Reds and how they've been actually doing over the past 30 days in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching. Take a look at these weighted on base percentages here. Newman, a 453. McLean, a 386. Steer, 359. Votto, 613. Senzel, 433. Maley, 423. Only four bats for TJ Friedel, but he's still at a 668 here. I'm with you. I'm looking at runs in this game in Camden Yards, which is fantastic. Look, sometimes we mm -hmm. like good pitching matchups and good pitching duels, but the way I like to bet, I like runs, and I think you're right. We get some tonight down in Baltimore. Yeah, and uh, there won't be uh, any closer uh, available for Baltimore, so uh, they're going to have to hit their way to victory in this one. And and you said it. There is no reason to think, uh, especially the way this uh, both teams hit against lefties. And we're talking second tier Major League Baseball starters here. We're not, you know, Williamson is the rookie. You know, mm -hmm. Irving is not exactly somebody that I project to be one of these top level starters here. So both of these lineups are fully capable of mashing what they're going to see here tonight. And I think they do. Uh, so I think the total is maybe the best way to look at this game period here and then start looking at maybe Baltimore because of the bullpen edge. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, you know what? You take a look at two guys to get home run shots tonight. Maybe some unheralded guys with really good numbers. That's Austin Hayes at a plus 430 price here to hit home run. And then Spencer Steer right in the middle of that Reds lineup. That's a 5-1 to one price here. Launch pad down in Baltimore. Ooh, I hope it happens here. Launch pad in Omaha. Looks like it is happening. We'll talk about it next.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Quick little segment before we hit the top of the hour. And hour number two of the early line on the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie here. We got championship thoughts tonight and all SEC final. One game to take the ultimate prize in college baseball. It's the LSU Tigers and the Florida Gators here. If we just take a look here, we're going to get into this game uh, in just a few seconds. Minus 148, heavy favorite for LSU, a total of eight and a half. Now, this also comes off of the Florida Gators hammering LSU to force a game three. The pitching matchup, is that going to be decided here for LSU in this game? Or is it Florida? Is it all hands on deck? Joe, talk to me about this game in Omaha tonight. So the big question here, Donnie, is going to be whether Paul Skeens, right, the the kid who in all likelihood yeah. is going to be number one or number two. I mean, both guys mm-hmm. on this team, uh, they may very well, LSU, have number one and number two pick in the draft. Um, so, But we don't know whether or not he is going. It's, it's kind of uh, interesting because they said prior to this that because he had to come back on short rest to pitch that second game against Wake Forest that – in all likelihood, there we may not be seeing him for maybe an inning or, or two, but that would be it. But my goodness, I mean, you're going to ask him to come back on short rest, and I think the market is telling us, Donnie, they think he is going, and he has been absolutely phenomenal. And if he does, um, that number is too good to pass up for Florida as far as I'm concerned because what's to say hitting is contagious? They figured some things out there yesterday, that Florida team. And I don't know that uh, on uh, on short rest, I want to back anybody but the dog in this one. It's really interesting because there, there's two sides to this. Do you just ride the hot hand, mm. which obviously would be Florida scoring 24 runs, a little bit of a demoralizing loss to LSU? Or is it one of those where you say, hey, I've seen this before, just like the Los Angeles Angels put up 25 runs yep. and lose the next day? Which way are you leaning tonight, Joe? Which way are you leaning? Oh, give me Florida, baby, to uh, to get her done at plus money. I'll take it all day long. There you go. NBA, you got a little bit of a hangover from that? Nah, come on back. Little hair of the dog. Never hurt anybody right here on the early line. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.